0: Hi everyone, welcome to the Elemental Heart Wisdom Podcast. Thank you so much for being here with me. I am your host, Mara Elaine O'Grady, and these dialogues explore all things related to nature-based spirituality, earth wisdom traditions, cosmic consciousness, and the mystical healing traditions. These are conversations to inspire and activate your inner light, and your inner sight in these evolutionary times on planet Earth. Welcome everyone, Uh, this is Mara Lane and I'm here with my great friend Bridget Nielsen. Hi Bridget, how are you? Hi, so happy to be here with you. Oh, I'm delighted to have you here. I mean, you like, honestly, so I'll just give some context around how I know Bridget and yeah and fill you in about uh, a little bit about her as a multi-dimensional creatrix because that's what she is essentially uh and i'm gonna dive into that with her a little bit more but i essentially met bridget i think it was through a lucid dreaming workshop maybe that was the first point of contact back in 2014 that you were doing with uh a couple of others i think your dad and Aluna possibly at the time yeah yeah And I remember having this visceral connection, knowing like, I know this woman, I know this woman. And there was a lot of other components around um, hybrid children, which is kind of what you're you you were known for back in the day. Mm -hmm. And then I ended up actually living with Bridget in Sedona for a a period of time in kind of a community house, which which was a major, massive journey and so beautiful and all all the things. So we've been kind of friends ever since and done a few journeys to different land spaces together and have kept in touch uh, over the ethers since then. And so we're actually co-creating together on a retreat in Ireland, which we'll share about in, in the links below as well. So I'm super excited to dive in with her today and to just really to open this space for what is alive to be spoken to as always in this moment um, and because I know you've done lots of interviews and you're a podcaster yourself so it's it's not to really go back into all of the strands of, of who you are and what you've been but there are certain components that I feel are really valuable about your story and who what you bring as as a being in this world so I know you as all of these different things as uh, an intuitive artist and multi-dimensional artist, actually, and creator. So content creation, retreat facilitator. Uh, we've actually done or did a couple of women's uh, gr- workshops back in the day together. And I know that you have accentuated on that with your women's groups and really you're you're such a you're a community builder. You know, I know that you have your soul-like collective as well and really bringing people together and uh, and helping them to honor their gifts. And I love that about you. So, Mm. yeah. Yeah. So uh, a lot more about Bridget, which I will put down in the notes for people to explore more. But for now, I'm just welcoming you into this space and really just asking you to bring whatever medicine you feel is potent for for this conversation for um what we're going to move through if that's all right with you
1: yes thank you so much for the invitation this is so fun it is
0: it's always fun with you we have a lot of we've a lot of elemental support and uh, beings that work with us I think we do we do (laughs) Yeah. yeah always so for you Bridget let's start at I mean, I know that you had a big kind of uh, formative process around kind of the alien community and hybrid children back in the day. And I suppose not to go too deeply into that, because I know that your growth has brought you off in in lots of different directions. Mm -hmm. But would you like to speak to your, I suppose, your personal arc of spiritual evolution from maybe the last, you know, 12 years, I suppose, going back to. 2010 2009 time you know how you've developed and where you are kind of now I suppose in a little bit
1: yeah wow what a this is gonna be fun to say off the cuff of (laughs) what that's like um I think that I mean it really it started in that fertile time that I think a lot of us in the spiritual world like started pre-2012 which like had this certain like quality to it of of just like extra availability of like spirit and this like like kind of resurgence renaissance reinvigoration just like i don't know like somehow in the ethers and um that was running through a lot of the currents of of the world and where i was in los angeles and so i just got introduced to so much you know so many different modalities like so many different possibilities and Um, once I finally accepted that I'm like intuitive, sensitive, and spiritual, and I'm not normal, then I just like dove headfirst into all of it. And um, I dove headfirst onto all of it with, I think, like, with, I think, good intentions, definitely good intentions. Um, And at the same time, I was, you know, in my early 20s and in my mid-20s. And like, as I reflect on that, now in my mid-30s, I'm like, oh my So there's like this beauty to like this also this like innocent curiosity with good intention, you know, exploring spirituality, having experiences and also a lot of it was interpreted and. you know shared from a 25 year old's perspective which is clouded in a yeah. bunch of uh distortion of, of and lack of experience yeah. in the world you know um and so like i humbly kind of look at that now and I, there's so much i i think i even said to you cuz on my retreat like i don't know when i was 29 in, in my first one in ireland i like took oh, people yes. to scale like michael and i was like oh my <laughs> god that Like taking people on this like wild boat journey that's like very tumultuous to a very Mm. crazy energetic spot. I mean, I would take people in the open ocean swimming with dolphins. And so there's certain parts that were like very courageous and I'm just like outrageous, which is so incredible. And I have to really like hand it to my maidenhood for just having like that, all of that. While at the same time, I'm like, oh my gosh, there was so much you know, of me that did want attention and like didn't have, you know, maybe like I had my own distortions and cultural programs that like clouded my pure vessel of how I was interpreting experiences and sharing them in the world. So I've kind of like come on this arc now where I'm, I've been humbled a lot and Mm -hmm. I don't, I'm not motivated in the same ways that I was um, as I enter into womanhood so there's like an arc of like spirituality but it's very connected to my um initiation into different phases of life as well
0: love that yeah thank you and that's actually as you speak to that these archetypes of of maiden mother and crone you know how how important the honoring and the the transitions of moving through those gateways are um you know and looking back on your Twenty-something early Bridget, who was like raring to go and all all that energy, and yeah, I mean she she's got you to where you are right now, and and all the integration that happens in 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 those middle spaces, really. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, for you then, so moving moving from that dynamic energy into into a, a, a new phase of womanhood. I mean, what what have been the things that have really supported you on that journey do you feel yeah
1: yeah it's so fun how like questions are posed it like opens whole (laughs) new you know portals like what supported me on that journey um i think actually getting support Um, So, so there's something about, you know, the maiden that kind of is like off by herself, you know, like in the, in the uh, pasture, like picking wildflowers and that can cause a lot of things, you know, the big bad wolf can come get her or, you know, like, so there's something to the like aloneness, I think maybe of maidenhood is one of the qualities. And so when you said Mm -hmm. that question, the first thing that came to me of what supported me in this transition and as I enter into womanhood is support. Like where I actually, which is a an aspect of the feminine that I think is, cannot be understated uh, uh, enough is, is our ability to receive. And so yes. I think I've shifted a lot and uh, to where I'm able to receive and thus take in support. And because mm-hmm. of that, um, it's built my capacity to where then I can actually support more other people and help more. So I think right. the biggest thing would be I've, received and allowed and support and also that's a part of the humbling journey where it's like I don't freaking know it all like and I need help and assistance and I'm always a student and so there's a lot of those pieces of um of really being uh together in the togetherness you know Mm -hmm. because it's ironic because like we were living in community together like we were in community together like living together And we did you know share and there were so many good things and there was receiving and giving happening there but i think the the real next level of my receptivity has come in and um it's showing up in a very like deeper different way
0: yeah of course of course and i think the nature of meeting different different challenges in life and and different level, layers of consciousness and and how things have shifted so fast in the last in the last few years i mean i know for well i see you as having had such an external outward facing presence for for a good number of years and and uh, and and a lot of that being focused on you. I mean, I know I've kind of seen you retreat back in from that. Would you like to speak to a little bit about like your your relationship with social media and and also uh, because I know you, your advocacy for younger women and kind of the detriment of the likes of Instagram and, and, and social media and these times for, for young women.
1: Yeah. Yeah. That's a, a big juicy one. That's very, that's a juicy for, one <laughs> for all of us. And definitely, I know it me. is. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think in that like humble, uh, the ushering in and the initiation for me into womanhood is, was the responsibility of what womanhood and the feminine is at least for me and the aspects of that are uh the real cultivation and the real sharing um of feminine principles such as the continuity like of life and bringing people together and nourishing and creating um life community um care for each other like you know it's like the opposite of competition it's really like the the coming together and the the humble listening and depth and you know all these different pieces and so I think Mm -hmm. in that uh initiation and that there was this next responsibility where it's like I've I um the motivational mechanism of where I was coming from was not adolescent anymore where it's like and I think a lot of social media, social media, not all of it, but most of it is, um, has a narcissistic tendency has like a, you know, attention seeking, like it, it really plays on the strings, not only like the hormonal strings of say dopamine, um, instead of oxytocin, that is truly something that like bonds us, but there's something yes. superficial and, and surfacy about it that doesn't, um, work in tandem with those principles of true community of communion of um of care of of the creation uh in a sense of what the feminine is and like what a woman is Mm -hmm. and so um i've had to really spend the last uh two three years deeply deprogramming myself um and in the deprogramming you know, what is, I'm still in a very emergent process, like as a woman, but this other thing is emerging and it feels like it has, you know, you had, I don't know what word you use, but that like ferocity of my like maidenhood or that like dynamism that I had, I still have that, but it's now directed in a way that's much more like holistically of service and might Mm -hmm. not be as outwardly Seen, you know it's not just like for other people to like yes. or something it's like it's for truly the greater good
0: yeah yeah and that's that's true integration and, and maturity maturing of your inner process I suppose yeah. as well um yeah which is huge. I mean, I know because I, I'm i on a different, a little bit of a forward stage from you where I'm kind of hitting on the I'm the womanhood cusp. into cusp, cusp <laughs> into the early baby crone stages in the next, yeah. you know, 10 years. And so it brings up so much as a woman um, in in how you how you uh, meet the kind of the death of the other archetypes Mm -hmm. of self or, or the maturation of those archetypes or the shifting of them into something entirely different. Right. Yes. Uh, And that's, I love, I love this about you because you're such a, a great um, carer for people in terms of, of nourishing their gifts and the, and the archetypes that, that they play out. Um, I mean, would you say, what would you say your dominant, uh archetype right now is or that you're working with right now in your life do you feel <laughs>
1: um I um that's a good question I don't know how to like pose it in like I don't have the the um framework of like you know saying yeah. some kind of like archetypal goddess or something or no some...
0: no well, you But were it would be cool you weren't you weren't the had goddess <laughs>
1: Bridges. Okay, fine. I'll use Bridget. So, what I'm doing lately is I'm is I'm very much so like pulling out like as like a sword of of like of truth, you know. And it's and it's a dance because we all have the masculine and feminine within us. But there's this like real discernment uh, within myself, and, and then within like the world that I'm like cutting through and like really like piercingly getting precise with. Um, and then also, um, from the feminine side being like, oh my God, what needs nurturing and like what needs like support in life. And so you spoke to like the younger, uh, kids and the teens and like that phase of life. And I'm like, oh my God, like they need a lot of help right now. And so, um, I think that one of, to answer your other question, one of the things that social media begets is perpetual maidens and perpetual boys and girls where it's like, Thank you. That is not modeling um, these uh, ushering in of these different initiatory stages and development and, and celebrating that development that is like critically necessary for the continuity of like humanity and culture. And so I'm seeing that and now that I'm not like in my own kind of like ego trip about needing my own attention and I I can be like, it's more, it's more, it's about more than me, you know, which is like a phase of motherhood or woman. And I can be like, where is help needed? And then I'm building capacity so that I can help. And so I'm seeing that category as being something that needs a lot of assistance right now.
0: Huge. 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 Thank you for bringing that that piece in, because I've often personally felt so powerless Um, in terms of how do I help uh, bring service to 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 younger and younger generations who are just bombarded, bombarded mm-hmm. with everything, everything. Yeah. And and uh, something that you've spoken to uh, recently, actually, in your in your own podcast is around, you know, that that the emergent process of of the spiritual path. Right. And say these young adults, these young um, souls that are open and exposed to all of these concepts now that we wouldn't have been. We, we would have had to dig for things. It would have been a totally different consciousness that was supporting us. And yeah. so how do we. Yeah. How can we support these these um, younger ones, um, knowing that they have their own path as well of figuring out a whole new layer of consciousness here. Um but yeah, I know I feel like you do that in your work. I know that you have a lot of younger souls that are attracted to you, that that listen to you, um, which is which is phenomenal. It's great, Bridget. I really see you as a role model in in Thank that you. in that capacity. And it's so needed. So yeah, I mean, is there anything, is there something specific that you would see yourself creating or that you know how would you see or envision helping um in service to that
1: yeah well I mean there's a lot of things because I have this uh part of me that like visions from like the higher spiritual space and then absolutely executes in the physical reality and that like conduit is like very in place and so I'm having to actually hold the reins a bit because I'm like well, like I can do this like online program, but then these these kids, these teens or whatever need to be in person with each other, you
0: yes. know, because
1: that's, you know, that's the essential part of like the medicine that's needed. And like, so there's a lot crafting, um, but like, it's like, whoa, 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 like, hold on. Like I need to fully, you know, and it's never like a fully processed thing, but I need yeah. to like move through all of, what is needed to the degree to be able to be of assistance so it's like i mean i think this time last year i was already going to co-create like a young like uh coming of age initiation so like putting together really initiation gateways um ideally in person but for those that can't do that like uh online and i was about to like do that with my other girlfriend a year ago and it's just like yeah right like there was so much To come into alignment. So, I think the first way Mm -hmm. for me to help is to come into alignment as much as I can to be a role model, you know? And like, if I can actually be a role model, oh my God, like, you know, like for us and for anyone else, it's like, what greater gift is that than like for someone to model, you know, us in some way or like take, you know, receive some kind of like wisdom or help and then have goodness come from that? And Mm. like so much of what I'm seeing modeled brings nothing but like sadness and destruction and, you know, like non-fulfillment. And so, yeah, yeah, it's a big redirect, you know, like for Mm. myself personally and then culturally. And there's not a lot of reinforcement, um, again, in that like attention realm, but there's a lot of reinforcement and support from, from source, from nature, from life, like everything's like, will you please like orient, like in balance, all these things that are, you know, needed in the world to sustain like vanity.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's really beautifully spoken to because it is that it is you are, you are in service in that way, just by being your own trailblazer and really Being the model that you looked for Uh, and that and that and I suppose me, too, that we still we are still looking for. We have to create that for ourselves, Um, really, in in these times, I feel. And also, I think, um, you know, speaking to those. uh, There's so much going on, right, and something I wanted to talk to you about, if you don't mind, is something that you touched upon in your video around you know going too fast and uh, doing too many things too many of the things and especially in the um, psychotropic Mm -hmm. realm of 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 all the plant medicines which is at epidemic levels here in even in my in in Ireland yeah it, it and it's just everywhere It is everywhere and the lack of proper containers, the lack of um, after support, psychedelic Mm -hmm. integration support, all of that and how these younger ones who are already tapped in. Right. And and yet it's the absolute overdosing of methods, of um, spiritual experiences, all of those different things that will, as you spoke to, I think as well, splinter people off and really create beings who are not able to function here Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so yeah yeah sorry that's a a big a big mouthful but I have a bee in my bonnet about it so I'd love to hear anything that you want to just share about that I know that you've spoken about it recently but yeah
1: yeah yeah good keep keep that be alive like you know what I mean like it's some of those, those things where it's just like you know stop talking about that and it's like no i'm not going to stop talking about it like yeah. this this needs these things need to be talked about and and i i look up to role models like that of people that keep talking about these things that need to be talked about um cuz cuz yeah. they're helping you know like the say in his own right like jordan peterson's of the world or certain things that's like certain things need to be said and continue to be said so thanks for continuing right. to say it sure. um so as far as that i mean You know, it's like there's from the perspective of my one of my mentors, Dan Winter, like it's like the bliss experiences are needed, like the transcendent we need transcendent experiences. It's our like birthright to be in those communion experiences. And so that's fair, like and that's needed and that's like a really healthy thing. But when it becomes like a coping mechanism to actually numb, which is what it's doing, like or bypass the real like work or the real pain or the real sadness or to like like almost torture ourselves with too much of that you know because Mm. that could actually it it can be like a lot actually in those experiences and to and to like bring up that pain like so intensely um we're just not designed for that as I've dove pretty deep into like somatic you know different therapeutic like work yes and so It's one of those things that you know in in these different traditions it depends on which ones like for instance detura which was an initiatory adolescent um psychedelic well it's not even a psychedelic it's a um, delirium but no one tried this by the way no one tried this but it was just used once at puberty in west africa for girls and in southern california for native boys like it was used once you know and so I think that these, some of these things, it's like important to note that, that it's like, it was, and, and it's it had a purpose, yeah. right? It was like to transition us, like into, initi- into initiation, had like really good intention. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, you know, some of the uh, schools in South America and stuff, they were doing it all the time and the kids started doing it young and stuff too. But again, with containers, like you're saying, with intention, and a lot of us that are doing it, we're not built that way. Like, I'm, I'm not built to, like, have daily ayahuasca. I'm, like, a <laughs> sensitive little white Celtic chick. You know what I mean? <laughs> and so it, we're just not designed that way. And I and I appreciate that there's that Terrence McKenna quote saying something like, um, you know, for the empaths, uh, mm-hmm. that's actually one of the, the worst things that you could do as an empath is to go down the psychedelic path because you're so sensitive it's for the people that are kind of like so begrudgingly in their ways that they need to like break break something yes and again is breaking it the way like it's such like a young like the the core origin has like this like young like breakthrough energy um or this coping energy or um this bliss seeking energy Mm. and i think that the key is, is like, those things aren't bad. Like, none of them are bad. Like, psychedelics are incredible. I mean, you and I are plant lovers. Like, absolutely. we love our plant allies more than anyone. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I've but, done,
0: I've done the plants. Sp- I've, I've worked yeah. with the plant spirits, absolutely. Um, yeah. yeah, but.
1: So they're still great allies. And it's just one of those things that it's like, we have to do the deeper work
0: mm-hmm. sober
1: hmm <laughs> we at like yes. at, we have to do that's like a yeah. I mean if you think of it as a tree it's like that's like a you know once a year cake like slice a cake you know yes the, the 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 meat of it the meat of what is needed like for the soul process is the deep slow work and it needs to be done slow so it doesn't yes. trigger trauma responses or freeze things even more
0: mm-hmm. um
1: and so I think really thinking of them that way. And I like how my brother actually, he's a big psychonaut. He's like a psychonaut for sure, but he's very studied in the way that he does it. He, he does it, you know, from the like scientific angle where he studies like the brain chemistry and like how long it takes to come back, you know, before you can actually, you know, use up all of your serotonin or use up all of the hormones on your next trip. Oh. And so he'll, I'll say so like what's your next journey and he's like well i can't do it for three months and i was like oh really and he's like yeah my i need to recover my like all i need to recover and rebalance everything so from the uh, biological standpoint and then from the you know like psychosomatic standpoint like it does take integration it does take time Mm -hmm. and i've had my most profound you know spiritual experiences doing it sober in a very gentle way Yes. And so, yes, uh, it's seemingly harder, but it's not and it's like fulfilling in a different way. So yeah, I'm just encouraging of that for rare days. Absolutely.
0: Yeah. Yeah and i'm your sister on that i've always had that connection well it's come through in in my in my 20s and in my 30s that connection with with spirit through well through nature as the gateway yeah. always and and the minerals the stones and the crystals but also have been very called to to the plant medicines to experience what other people were experiencing but always knowing that i was never to do it really yeah. at all just to, yes. to to sit with one of the plant teachers once and that was enough that was enough yeah. you know and that that one sitting uh, has taken me years to integrate years yes. so when yeah. i hear hear about people doing ceremonies every every month every couple of weeks you know in in places where the actual medicine does not grow it's not indigenous to here mm-hmm um i just think you're opening yourself up to so ma- so many uh energies that you just for young people especially how to mitigate all of that is is a big one so yeah just putting yeah. extra word of caution in there because it's so yeah even the slice of cake i don't know it's not for everybody it's it's no. really not for everybody no,
1: it isn't, and especially those you know these young ones coming in, you know, which now are say in their mid twenties or teens or whatever. Yeah, I mean, golly, you got like their souls like are so much more like you know available to all of this, and so much yes. more sensitive and like all of those things, and so um yeah, I yeah, it's it's an yeah. interesting
0: conversation. Well, I suppose so. That's where it, it's coming back to really. simplifying the spiritual path so whatever the spiritual path inverted commas whatever that is it's just your embodiment your your connection with your your spirit and and i suppose you have to go through certain gateways to to really start to understand yourself and sometimes maybe you do need to blow it out of the water so to speak um you know but I think the more of us that are holding that space of 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 integration and doing the deep work. So mm-hmm. I'd love I'd love you to just speak to the few the, the, the things that have really helped you along the path, because I, I know when I met you, Family Constellation was huge. That deep ancestral work was yeah. so powerful and continues to be. So, yeah, I mean, if you'd if yeah. you'd like to give a bit. Yeah.
1: Of yeah, of course. Um they well i just want to speak to one last thing on that other subject which is being aware of the cultural normalization like where especially around like the plant medicines or around any of these things yes that then seep into the spiritual conversation where it's like yeah i mean it's fine to smoke weed all day every day it's fine to like do this you know and be like open sexually or this or that and so there's mm-hmm. just a lot of normalization, and I think one of the ways to keep that in check is to find role models that you watch over time that, like, like it's like, where does that path lead? Like, I was just talking to my partner uh, last night or the night before, and he was having a conversation with his friend around, like, all the original hippies that were doing all the LSD that were really free, yes. and they were like, did much come out of that? Like... You know, like what really actually came out of that and to be really honest with that. And so it's like those people that are doing badass things, like making massive changes in themselves for the world, like that the energy is like clean and good, like looking to them and being like, what are they doing? Like, and are they doing this like all the time and, and there's phases for everything. So we have to like acknowledge that, but I think watching that and then I always like With the keeping it in check, I always like to think of like the grandmother or the grandfather, like the tribal like elder or like the grandma that's like so like psychic and badass. That's like, what are you doing? Like, like what would the like wise woman, like crone, like using that? Like, what would she say? Like, often our parents modeled not so good stuff either, so we can't even like be like, what would your dad say or what would your mom say? It's like, what would like the elder grandma like? coming down from, like, the heavens, like, say about that, yes. like, where did, what does she feel, you know, and I think that, um, which I guess people could misinterpret and be like, Father Sky is so excited for me to do this, I get out, but you know what I mean, like, where we we have to kind of keep ourselves in check, and it's, you know, exploration is good, um, and it can definitely go too far, and, mm-hmm. um, so I think it's just really important to stay, balance is just always going to be the key.
0: Thank you. Yeah. 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 That's it. It's accountability and, and having that pullback of check in, check in. Yes. Yeah, yeah. That's check in. So important and such a valid point when you start thinking about the movements of where all of, you know, the original hippies and, and, and what came through was a lot of fragmentation and and yeah. yes and yes the birth of new things and new yes. ways and openness there was an opening for sure um, but we're in one of those cycles again right mm-hmm. and and so yeah it's can we do it better this time can we improve yeah. on on that consciousness opening of of that time and and build yeah on and
1: they're teachers like it's like you know oh like, yeah the plants are teaching and can we have some like structure and like you know, longevity thinking and perspective in tandem with, you know, all of these things, not just thinking about this weekend, you know.
0: Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And there's so much around that, but we will, we'll transition and, and so, so beautifully spoken to. So thank you.
1: Yeah. Um, okay. So the question was around what tools have helped me
0: on my or what yes. was the question? Well, I because I I've dived into you really helped me back in the day with some family constellation work. Oh
1: yeah. Uh, yeah that yeah.
0: I did with you. Yeah. And yeah. so I've seen your progression then, how that's really helped your your own constellation and then yeah what you evolved through what other practices have helped. Um, yeah.
1: yeah. The tried and true ones.
0: Yeah. they're yeah. kind of
1: like yeah continue to to work and such. Exactly. Um. I mean, I just like I I'm I was doing it this morning. I've been doing it the past few days. Like the ancestral work I cannot say enough about. I mean, and I've been yeah. that was the first work as you're saying I was introduced to in my early twenties, which is family constellation work. Um, but like the ancestral stuff is our main stuff, you know? And yeah. It I, is. I mean, you you know, you're sent over oh, there yeah. in Maryland. Oh, awesome. <laughs> it is the work it is the work it's it's the work you know and and it's like it ain't pretty it ain't pretty there's treasures there's definitely treasures in it but it's like you know like i i go through these and and these things come through in waves like only as much as like we can handle at once but Mm -hmm. it's just if we can actually like really work at it 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 can change everything it can change ourselves in the world so anyways the ancestral yeah. work through family constellation through um even just somatic uh experiencing um going back and investigating and like really taking in the stories of what happened with your ancestors mm. all of those pieces um are just radically powerful um yeah and so i think the ancestral work and those tools around that are just really profound um and then i think i mean somatic somatic therapy like where we're really like feeling feeling like into our bodies and and that is in tandem with soul retrieval but like somatic therapy soul retrieval I mean, again, like, that was one of the first things through soul retrieval I was introduced to in my early 20s, and I haven't, like, I got trained in all all these things, and so I'm doing the self-processing. Yes. And they just, it doesn't stop. I use the tools every day. Like, it might just be, like, for a moment that I'm using, like, a tool or an experience, Mm -hmm. but... um, I mean it continues you know I've I've had like clients or friends that you know say have done their 30 ayahuasca journeys and never even touched on this thing that can happen in this moment of like gentle witnessing of their of their feelings and their inter, inter, internal state So
0: yeah. yeah yeah So
1: there's a lot so those I think are kind of like the two big ones um and it's not necessarily a modality but i'm just gonna make it a modality in a sense is that like truly living close to nature Mm -hmm. like i just you know i just can't say enough of how important that is as an ally support teacher like that communion to reconnect us with our own true nature yes um so i think that those of anything um are like the biggest three tools and like that just i i return to and utilize every time like the, it's like the really whittled down like you know yes. knife in the toolkit it's like okay we we go to that a lot like there's other ones it's like meditation freezing. you know like <laughs> and i'm like no 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 these these other ones are like real you know real world yes. tools and also real you know, when you're in the, like the high ethers and when you're in your real life, those ones continue to, to come around.
0: That's so true. And the subtlety of it when you're, it, it becomes a part of you, it becomes a natural extension of you, right? When, you, when you've engaged your ancestral lineages in that way, there's, there's, there's such a, a, a dynamic relationship that is that has encoded, I suppose, and yeah. and you're in constant dialogue. Um, but but subtler and subtler as you move through things I feel
1: yes and then the just and it's just really like it's the dialogue and the connection and then just like the the discernment and the cleaning out you know where it's like you know so much of these these patterns that give us all this trouble and these things that we repeat um you know they're they're from that (laughs) but uh, you know yeah i mean all the all the big teachers say it, it's like over 50 percent if not more you know like eight to up to 80 percent it's coming from your parents and your ancestors and so the more that we can like see what is theirs and then take what is ours and receive the gifts and clean out the mess as to not you know repeat the patterns and we just yeah. keep repeating them i just saw it last night we were doing the ancestry of my partners and right. his his ancestor before they left Ireland was married to Bridget. Stop. And, yeah. And like left Ireland. And like it's just we're I'm like, are we? And there were some other crazy synchronicities, even about Texas. And we we're like, are we just repeating like our family's patterns? Oh and it's God. like, yeah, absolutely we are. You know until we realize it and we mend whatever that you know break is mm. or sometimes it's like a really good thing and we just keep on returning to it or that place or those yes. people and that energies because it works so yeah. there's both happening
0: that's why it's so complex because, and there's no quick fix when you yeah. when you're resolving these these patterns and dynamics you know there's always another layer and another little component which is so it's so vi I love how travel though and these the different landscapes and then the lineage places and how they they shift something in you every time you you meet those physical places right Absolutely. which you've you've done a lot of 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 that travel yourself
1: yeah yeah the, tra- the traveling is like a great integrator and and um balancer I think to all yeah. of that and I think a lot of people like, cause you're like, there's another layer. Like, I think a lot of people f- get freaked out about that. They can either like hang their hat on it and be like, there's just endless layers. And they you just kind of like <laughs> stay in this weird, constant healing process, which is like really annoying when me or anyone else is doing that. Yes. And then, right? Where it's just, you're like, just hand me more. <laughs> so there's like these like weird layers. But then but then there's absolute truth to it. And it's like, how far do you take it? You know, like it, with the family constellation, you know, some of the people, I was in it for two years, uh, mm-hmm. like once a week. And then my dad went back like a year or two later and the same people were kind of like, you know, digging up the same stuff like again and again. And it's like, well, how long do you do this? And like, when do you step away? And it's like, there's an end to that layer, an end to that cycle. And then you yeah. kind of like put it away, book on the shelf. And then you know, like a couple of years later, it might resurface with another layer. Um, but it, it, I have found it to be true that it is pretty much endless and infinite layers. But they get like you get better at it. Yes. And it's yes, right? Have you noticed yeah. that you
0: get better at it? Absolutely, absolutely at all. Yeah. Oh, for sure. And and I think that also speaks to that there's the addiction to or re- over reliance maybe on certain modalities or certain spiritual practices right that that keep us in at that loop of yes. oh there's oh there's more oh there's and we keep circling and circling with just old energy and yeah. maybe it's just time to 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 break that completely and do something different
1: yeah you know and when it needs to resurface it will and like yeah. it'll become obvious of and then but you don't need to yeah like sit in it forever because then that's not good either and i think that that's the balance of like being in the spirit world and like doing this, doing the personal work and then
0: like living life and enjoying it. That's and it. like
1: the ebb and flow yeah. between those two.
0: That's beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. It's living your life really. Um, yeah. and, and finding that equilibrium, find it, finding that middle path yeah. to through it all. Yes. You know, if, if you can, if you can, it's not always easy. <laughs> no, especially when you're caught in something, but yeah. So I love that. And I mean, I love the, the the depth also of what you bring with kind of how you catalyze people in your in your life, you know, the groups that you bring together. And I know that you've been helping a lot of people over the years. So thank you for that, for all that you bring on that. And yeah, like speaking to the retreats in Sedona and Hawaii and places like that, like I, I would see those places as, yes, could be ancestral. On, and, mm-hmm. and are ancestral for some people on on that level but they're more they're more like massive planetary catalyzers mm-hmm. aren't they so yeah. you touch into a physical space like that on retreat hawaii or sedona and that opens up a whole other side of people doesn't it
1: oh, oh yeah yeah because <laughs> like that's what starts to happen once you like move through the ancestral then it like becomes you know like oneness humanity culture and then cosmic and galactic and that's where it that's why it is endless is because then it like is just like one of the pathways to oneness um but yeah it just opens all kinds of um energies i think that are just kind of nicely contrasted maybe actually to our normal uh ancestral energies or yes. like our native energy in a sense and it's like it's so different it's kind of like i like taking a psychedelic that's not from your culture you're like whoa okay like this is a whole state shift it's like it's it's yeah. like that um but also designed in a way to uh then help see things from another vantage or f- mm-hmm. experience yourself in another energy so that then you can approach that thing that is so kind of seemingly innate you and shift that pattern or whatever it is um so i think that those are really nice like contrast um spaces that that catalyze uh that have a purpose of catalyzing
0: people oh they do for sure they do yeah yeah Yeah, absolutely i mean i was just musing today on you know the, the the travel that i've done and the places that i've gone to kind of almost run away from myself right and the the total irony is that you truly meet yourself when you come right back to the start and come back to your roots right yeah And and not saying that going to these places and these sacred sites are um are not very useful amazing activators um but really it all begins back back here and back where you where you started really um you know yeah
1: definitely And those, those places can be, I think, soul, soul places too, you know, Mm -hmm. where it's like, we have like other like lifetimes. And so then it like inspires and like, reinvigorates our zest to go do the inner work, you know, at home. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, Totally. They charge you up. But you're right. The epicenter of home is the place like, it's like, I'm not sure what's next on my path. Like who, who was it that was talking about that? There was like some spiritual teacher. Oh, it was one of my teachers, Mark Woolen, was like have, had all these like issues and challenges or whatever. And then it like came down to like going home with his mom was where <laughs> I know. was where it all was. And it's like, yeah, that's where it is.
0: That's exactly it. Uh, uh, Yeah, and it's it's so simple, or it, it, and it's it's so mundane that we just yes we can't. It's almost so mundane that it it can't be coped with. It's like get me uh, get me any other kind of transcendent experience other than sitting in a room with this person that I'm trying to like not be like or get away from or whatever.
1: And ironically, that's the pathway to the transcendent experience if you can meet that threshold with mama, you know, yeah. or with your homeland or with whatever it is, that is an initiatory threshold and on the other side is treasure, you know? Oh. And is that thing that you're, that the like experience you're seeking through the coping mechanism, the actual like truth of that experience is on the other side. Yeah. Take a I'm, into I'm, that. Spe- <laughs> I'm speaking from heavy experience. <laughs>
0: oh <laughs> I, mean, I, I hear
1: you she <laughs> doesn't get much heavier over here actually so it's oh nice my gosh. oh gosh oh, I've yeah. unearthed stuff like in the past few days that I'm Have like you oh yeah like days I was trying to figure out if my if my family was in the potato famine or if they left before and I was like trying to figure that out and it led oh. me on this whole other tangent back to Salt Lake City you know and like my ancestors were creeps
0: Oh, you gosh!!
1: <laughs> and so oh, it's great them to, absolutely, and so it's it's like, how can I alchemize that you know, like for good, how can I learn from that and uh carry on in a good way
0: well you're you're doing it, we're all doing it by by bringing that awareness in, yeah, you no know, by even opening that door, yeah, that's huge, yeah, exactly. Wow. I love that. Yeah, as you're preparing and it's it's some months away, but yet the energy is already rising to meet you of this land of Ireland. And yeah, I was that's the nature of sacred travel that really it catalyzes the work. It really it really does open those thresholds and gateways into parts of your ancestry and parts of you that haven't been looked at before, perhaps.
1: That's such a good point. Yeah, it's yeah. so true you know it's like so that we're prepared um for these places um and for whatever that initiation is it's like
0: pre yes. prep
1: prep work prerequisite yes. work you know yeah and yeah. that's
0: so important isn't it that yes. when you are undergoing a sacred pilgrimage and and mm-hmm. you that you really become dialed in with your intention with you know uh, the all the components that are or your reason for for your why for going to that place yes you really get become conscious and attuned to that um, yeah you know rather than just going yeah I mean you can do the unconscious journey right I'm sure I've done them yeah You've done them yeah I've done them for sure and yeah. it's like
1: you know making the most of it I mean the amount of like time resources energy you know it takes to yeah. go like do something it's like gosh let's like really prepare for like this journey at yeah. least that's how I think about it now because I'm not just like 25 again where I'm just like I'm gonna go everywhere all (laughs) the time and it's like I'm I'm this is my one main trip this year and so let's like you know make the
0: most of this absolutely yeah yeah Yeah, it's huge that's the changing and the maturation again and and the moving through different cycles right Mm -hmm. yeah I I that the the thresholds of initiation I feel are I love that you you spoke to that I it's it's so it's so important And it's also, I feel like there's so many different types of initiations, right? And how do we, how do we ultimately support ourselves in moving through an initiation? Like we, to do it alone is, is, is very masterful. Um, but I think it's even more masterful if you can do it in with, with others who love you and see you and with true community, you know, that that's the
1: way. Absolutely um, the, one of the cultures that I work with in South America, you know, cause we need con, you know, we need some contrast yes. to like help us with our own past and ancestors. Um, there's like a principle called the Tawny and it's this overarching energy that actually is like a, probably an archangel or some kind of energy like that. And it's, and it's the ceremony, uh, so ceremonial energy that's behind, um, all initiation. And there's these big initiations in life, you know, birth, death, you know, like, um matrimony and childbearing, and you know there's these like main ones and then there's all these intermediary ones and there's always there's there's an overlighting spiritual energy behind that and so yes. i think that that's kind of like nice to like feel and know like you're saying like we're not doing it alone where right? you just mm-hmm. like go take even going and taking a plant medicine by yourself you're not alone like you've got the plant Absolutely. you've got the ancestors of that place you've got you know like you're not so i think Th- that is like is definitely a piece of wisdom that continues to come in you know as we're in the the woman in crone phases where it's like it's very naive to think you can do it alone or that you need to or that that's yes. like the path and so it's like how do we r- create connection um yeah for those for those gateways um to usher that in like in a in a good way that's kind
0: yes yeah and you do have to create it yourself you do you have to build that community and those people around you if you do if it's not there right yeah
1: yep you gotta go find it yeah and whatever way it is even if it's yeah online like there's not community where I am right now but I'm sure as heck creating (laughs) stuff like you know like around me yeah if it's with the oak trees outside or like with you know my mentor with you with friends like it's like yeah. Yep. I'm making sure that's happening.
0: Absolutely. Priority, high priority. Yes. Oh, I love that, Bridget. The- yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. There's so many things I could be talking about with you. I think we'll, 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 let's, let's round it out with maybe a little bit about our, ele- because we work a lot together with the elemental energies. Um, yeah. And really, I suppose, yeah your your main teachers is there anything that you'd like to share around elementals is there an experience that was really fun for you or that was really enlightening um surrounding elemental beings or anything like that that you'd like to share
1: yeah um i think that some of my oh gosh yeah this is fun again they open doors i'm like whoa i forgot about all these experiences (laughs) um you know, they, they with me in certain, a lot of different ways. I think some of them that have been, um, I've, I've found, you know, cause like all mental energies are just incredible. But I think water for me is like one of the primary ones that like I resonate with, you know, a lot and can like speak to commune with a lot. Um, and I've had a lot of ecstatic, you know, experiences experiences like being in different um water energies Mm -hmm. and and realizing too again this correlation of the elemental energies like we have all the elementals in us like we are nature we are the earth like the water in me and all the different kinds of water in me is out there and so it's again this like remembrance of like when we're engaging with these pieces of water we it's like a soul retrieval we remember these parts of like these aspects of water like within us you know and whether it's the specific experience that came back of this waterfall in hawaii and i straight up went into like an ecstatic like hysteria and that led to kind of like this whole like dmt journey like the rest of the day because like the water was so like bright and high and it was just so incredible And then, you know, in contrast, that was like a waterfall and a river. Um, I was just in the cenotes in Mexico in December and like getting into, I think we visited maybe eight different cenotes, Mm -hmm. which is like an, uh, it's an underground aquifer that's exposed. Some of it's exposed to the sky, some of it's in caves, but it's all the, it's one aquifer, but they're different like expressions. And as I was getting into all of them, they're all so different. Like some of them are like dark. I'm like very you know, like more gone, like shadow, amazing energy. And then some of them are just like so high. And as I was getting into all these different like pools, you know, cenotes around the area, it was like, all of these are just like different expressions of like women, of, like woman, you know, like where it's like oh, each gosh. one of them is exquisitely beautiful, but so different like so different and so needed, you know? Mm. And I think that like rounds back out to like mm. the competition energy, you know, of kind of social media and like just the divisionary isolation of like the world where it's like, oh God, no, like all the expressions of, of like woman in its own way is needed. And I think that's so yeah. so much of, that's an example of like how elemental energy just like teaches me and informs me of like how I can be A better person and woman.
0: Mm. Yes. (laughs) Yeah, and yeah, the body of the earth and and all of her undulations and watery spaces, all of us. Yeah, it really that's such a beautiful point. It really is, and I can feel I can feel the different type, uh, the different watery spaces of woman that you're talking about as you brought me on that journey. Wow, because you're right into the cave of you're into the earth and into the deep waters, right? Yeah, yeah. Oh, fabulous! Yeah, Yeah. thank you. Yeah, (laughs) I love that. Yeah.
1: Yeah. What about you with the elementals? Like, what are some like highlight ways that they speak with you?
0: Gosh, I again the water for sure. Water spaces have always, um, I, I, the beach. Like really traveling through with rocks and liminal, the liminal space of a shoreline and a wave mm. you know and how mm. how you how you dance with that and and I mean literally dance i've i've ha- I've had that space where it activates something in me where I'm just in that movement and flow yeah with with the with the worlds really wow wow, so there is an induction almost i feel um into into those spaces and into the other world through through the elemental forces like that for me um and not always obviously um but yeah I think the water spaces really do that they lull you into that that space yeah and
1: isn't that just like such a prime example that like you you as like your own expression of woman like are experiencing on the shorelines and i've yes. been on a lot of shorelines i've not experienced that <laughs> you know i did mushroom on a shoreline and didn't experience that you know like so there's something right like, there's something like you know to where like that's how you key in and your signature yes. like moves through and then it's like mine moves through in a different way and then that's how we are as like individual souls like with each other mm-hmm. it's like you know
0: yeah yeah Beautiful, yeah. It's our elemental selves embodying yeah. through our physicality and our human self. Yeah, totally. I I do see you actually as I because you're such a mountain spirit, aren't yeah. you? You're like so like oh, just you're like the mountain go crawling up rocks, like. Yeah, I think you had a. I think you had a lifetime as a giant. <laughs> see so you have to, child like I, I, do. Thought you were gonna,
1: I thought you were gonna say you had a lifetime as a mountain goat i was gonna be like
0: you might okay. have too uh, all right <laughs> okay i'll take that i'll go in. with this one
1: <laughs> yeah it's it's an interesting energy and and like even here in texas it's like okay there's alligators in all the water spaces and poisonous wow. snakes and so it's like hmm how do i do this it's like my favorite elemental energy to connect with but like it's like a a new Threshold. It's like it well, part part of the woman's body is like full of alligators, and snakes. <laughs> it's like okay, how, this is an interesting one. So it's like how do we how do we play with all these, um, and then honor the ones that you know have been have been desecrated are are now toxic in the middle of cities. You know, so it's like yes. you know there's a there's a lot to explore. You know, as we engage with the elemental energies.
0: Oh gosh, yeah. You were involved with a a process, weren't you, in the Verde Valley with with preserving. Is that still ongoing or what's happening with that? Uh,
1: Our group did uh, procure and preserve the Verde headwaters. (sighs) That's right. I think it's seven springs that make up the Verde headwaters, which is the last remaining longest running river in Arizona. Oh,
0: gosh
1: it's it's yeah it's a spectacular um like achievement um yeah what's going on there so
0: that's phenomenal but I I know that place that was the, my first point of contact when I first came to Arizona in 2010 no. was you the went vir- there well it was the Verde Valley it was the river no. I was brought down in really uh, yeah, yeah 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 <gasps> and i really were oh god i was Come not on, i totally give you credit i yeah i totally give you credit though oh, oh my gosh god. but there's uh, the ancient the the energy down there oh my gosh and the ancestral spirits in yeah, you know, yeah. the cave dwellings the Sinagua people that th- they were a race that just disappeared yeah weren't they yeah yeah yeah. So rich. There's so much there. So I'm, I'm delighted. Is, is that something that is still you're actively seeking support for, or is it? Is I think it, it's is always,
1: it I think funding is always, uh, needed and nice, you know, to yeah. continue then like our next, uh, initiation into that which is actually to create a nature school for children like that's what the land the purpose of the land is is wanting because the springs are the are the babies it's the innocence and so um that's the next direction but yeah we're we're actively working with it um right now i'll be going there in april um and so yeah it's it's just phenomenal and it's like and it's even though it's like oh it's just one water space or something it's like gosh it's one like it's like one is you know and and even just like your attention to it you know however long that ago that was like that you were caring about it like helped that come to pass yeah right and so i just can't say enough of all of
0: our own parts thank you that's yeah Yeah. why that's vital yeah that every little bit of heart intention physically uh, mentally heart whatever whatever comes forth is is exactly what's needed that, yeah yeah and we can all do it yes yeah yeah
1: one thing that I want to interject is I want to yes. be precise with my words and I said yes. that my ancestors are creeps or were creeps <laughs> okay come
0: back to that and
1: I'm gonna specifically say that there were uh quite a few men in my line mm. that were not in integrity and used charisma um, for malevolence and genocide of the native peoples and possibly of fellow pioneers um, and were in part uh, uh, the workings of desecration of the feminine in the land and in their women and so um, that's one of the energies that I'm working with but that doesn't mean that it's all of my ancestors because I've got like incredible ancestors too but that's like one of the poignant uh seeds that I'm I'm in the process of alchemizing and purifying
0: wow just yeah yeah thank you thank you yeah that's really really powerful to speak to that because we all have those (laughs) types of ancestral energies in our closets yes we we all do we all do
1: like you know we all we all do
0: yeah they need breath they need conscious awareness and yeah they need that that light to to really counterbalance all the harm that's been done so thank you for doing the good work Bridget yeah Yeah.
1: thanks for listening and it's just I want to and I'm obviously like learning all of these things and precision with like words and what I'm saying is like a part of that and I like You know, want to model accuracy in that way because there is. I have in human design, I have the pathway of shock, and so there's like, you know, I have to (laughs) navigate how to like it is good because it like cuts and then it like breaks open things like for people, so it has its purpose. But that doesn't mean that I can't use accuracy with like how I use that particular energy that comes through me,
0: absolutely. And that's much more illuminating as well, it gives a lot more body to opening those shadow spaces in other people's ancestry and they and they really need to be talked about legitimately and intelligently and heartfully which is what you're doing so yeah it's bringing that awareness through yeah so thank you for your precision yes (laughs) that's so good I'll take (laughs) that on board for myself as well okay moving forward (laughs) Bridget thank you so much I think I think we I think we've enough for so yeah. today, I think we've o- I've, we've <laughs> opened up a few different places, but just acknowledging the being that you are and all of the facets of deep work that you've done, and uh, thank you, thank you, oh. and continue to do so. An thank honor you. to
1: talk to you today. A hundred percent right back at you. Like as you're saying this to me, I'm like, why are you saying this to me? <laughs> like you're doing the exact same thing and need Receive like all it. the accolades. <laughs> Received. Um, Yes, yeah. yes, yes. So thank thank yeah. you for all the work that you're doing, seen and unseen. Thank you. Thanks for just... for ever.
0: <laughs> yeah. Thanks everyone for listening to us. Bless you. Bye. Thank you. Today's guest is Bridget Nielsen. Bridget is a multidimensional healing guide, speaker, author, retreat leader, and YouTube vlogger and podcast host. Bridget is really an amazing artist as well, and blah, blah, blah.